Patriots, constitutionalists, MAGAs, rebels, the awakened, inquiring minds, and yes, all of you bitter clingers too. Live from the Freedom Speak studio, I'm your host, Becca Marie. You're listening to Freedom Speak on AM 1190 KXKS Albuquerque, as well as streaming complete with video on Facebook, X, Rumble, and YouTube. Our call-in line is 505-444-5059, and you can also interact with us through Facebook and Rumble chat. Just search for our channels under Becca Marie, B-E-C-C-A-M-A-R-I. Be sure to check out our website, Freedom Speak NM, where you can listen to any of our previous shows and even download our show notes. You can also download the podcast of this show from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Send them to Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. This show is sponsored by Memory Revitalizer. So the big question that is going on all over the news sources is, does the president of the United States have immunity from criminal prosecution while serving in office? I'm going to start with the section of the U.S. Constitution, which addresses this particular question. In Article 1, Section 3, it states, The Senate shall have sole power to try all impeachments. When sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath or affirmation. When the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside, and no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. Judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal of office and disqualification to hold any and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States. But the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. So this is the only text I could find within the U.S. Constitution that relates to the topic of presidential immunity. But it does say a lot, and I'm going to break it down for you. It only mentions impeachment as being an action to be taken against a sitting president and that it shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States. It goes on to say the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. You may recall that Donald Trump was impeached twice in a purely partisan action, once while he was in office and the other after he was no longer in office. On neither occasion was he convicted. According to the Constitution, conviction is a condition required for any other action such as being liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to the law. That's very, very important, people. I believe you must call into question whether either of these impeachments were legal or constitutional in the first place. Remember the first impeachment while Donald Trump was in office? It was based on flimsy evidence which only Democrats believed was applicable. Also, remember how the left was talking about impeachment from the day he was sworn in? Ultimately, the Senate voted not to impeach. 
Now recall, the second impeachment occurred after Trump had already left office. In the second Senate trial, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court John Roberts objected to the proceeding and refused to preside over it. Why? Because it was unconstitutional, and yet the trial continued. Article 1, Section 3 clearly states the Chief Justice shall preside. That means he must preside. No exceptions. Not to mention the fact that impeachment only applies to a president that is actually in office. So I have to ask, why, were there, why was there no outrage from the American public or even the entire membership of Congress, especially the Republicans? This was a major violation of our laws. There was and has been no accountability at all. In an article I read in constitution.findlaw.com, when asked the question of, is the president immune from civil liability, it states, the president is immune from civil liability absolutely for suits arising from actions relating to official duties. This includes all acts in the outer perimeter of those duties. However, the president is not immune from actions arising from unofficial conduct. Then in response to the question of, are ex-presidents immune from liability, it states, The courts have not ruled whether immunity extends to ex-presidents for actions taken in the outer perimeter. Okay, but yet, they just got done saying that the president is immune absolutely from civil liability. So, even if he did any kind of action in his outer perimeter while he was in office, how can they convict him of actions that were perfectly okay when he was in office? Can you see the, the contradiction there? It goes on, of their official conduct while in office. However, as with a sitting president, a former president will not be immune from actions arising from unofficial conduct while in office, conduct occurring prior to entering office, and conduct occurring after leaving office. I just see a lot of contradictions there. Also, strangely enough, I couldn't find a definition for outer perimeter in relation to presidential duties anywhere. I did a search for it. I'm not even sure what that really means. Does anybody else know? I don't know. I also want to share with you some case law from Mississippi versus Johnson from 1867. The Supreme Court placed the president beyond the reach of judicial direction, either affirmative or restraining, in the exercise of his powers, whether constitutional or statutory, political or otherwise, save perhaps for what must be a small class of powers that are purely ministerial. An application for an injunction to forbid President Johnson to enforce the Reconstruction Acts on the ground of their unconstitutionality was answered by Attorney General Stanberg, who argued, argued, inter alia, by the way, I didn't know what that meant, so I looked it up, inter alia means among other things, the absolute immunity of the president from judicial process. The court refused to permit the filing using language construable as meaning that the president was not reachable by judicial process, but which more fully paraded the horrible consequences were the court to act. First, noting the limited meaning of the term ministerial, the court observed. 
Very different is the duty of the president in the exercise of the power to see that the laws are faithfully executed. And among these laws, the acts named in the bill. The duty thus imposed on the president is in no just sense ministerial. It is purely executive and political. An attempt on the part of the judicial department of the government to enforce the performance of such duties by the president might be justly characterized in the language of Chief Chief Justice Marshall as an absurd and excessive extravagance. It is true that in the instance before us, the interposition of the court is not sought to enforce action by the executive under constitutional legislation, but to restrain such action under legislation alleged to be unconstitutional. But we are unable to perceive that this circumstance takes the case out of the general principles which forbid judicial interference with the exercise of executive discretion. Boy, that's a lot, isn't it? You know, on the part there where it talks about how uh, if the president in the exercise of the power to see that the laws are faithfully executed, that got me thinking, what if the president, uh, say, you know, before January 6th, believed that there was a, um, a whole bunch of voter fraud? Wouldn't it be his constitutional duty to, in fact, speak up about that? I would think so. There's more to that ruling, but that's the main part of it, and if you want to read the rest of it, you can look at my notes after the show. This Supreme Court ruling set a precedent that the President of the United States is not subject to having their actions judged by the judicial branch of government. There were those, and I happen to be one of them, that believe that the actions of President Lyndon B. Johnson were, in fact, unconstitutional because they infringed upon our personal liberty and the intended role of the federal government, according to the Constitution. These actions opened the door for many more infringements, which we're seeing tons of them now, and we've seen a lot since then. Yet the Supreme Court decided that even the question of if a president is accused of unconstitutional behavior, that he is still beyond the reach of the court. I understand the reasoning here, but still find it to be quite a conundrum. On one hand, we must understand that if the president is constantly tied up in legal battles, it would be impossible for him to do his job. On the other hand, you must ask the question that I've mentioned numerous times on this show. Shouldn't we hold our elected officials accountable for breaking their oath of office? Many will say that is what elections are for. I hear that over and over. But what if all the major seats of government have become populated by operatives and supporters of the same unlawful, unconstitutional regime? Doesn't it seem that the precedent set by the Supreme Court has been followed until Donald Trump came along? A guy that was bringing into question the narrative set by the left and the push for the New World Order? If this precedent is to be abandoned, shouldn't all elected officials be held to the same standard if, in fact, Lady Justice is really blind? Wouldn't it be acceptable for charges to be brought against Joe Biden after he is out of office for treason concerning his role in facilitating the invasion of our country by providing aid and comfort to the enemy? What about money laundering? What about human trafficking? What about bank fraud? There's evidence of all of this. Shouldn't all accusers be believed? 
That's what the Democrats say when it comes to Republicans and a trial be held for the accused. Think about it. Doesn't that seem to be the standard of justice which only applies to certain people? I'll conclude my open with this quote. I consider the foundation of the Constitution as laid on this ground that all powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states or to the people to take a single step beyond the boundaries of thus specially drawn around the powers of Congress is to take possession of a boundless field of power not longer susceptible of any definition." And that was said by Thomas Jefferson back in 1791. So I got Stella back in the back in the studio with me from her long cross country adventure. <laughs> How's it going, Stella? I'm glad to be back. <laughs> it was a long vacation. Six weeks is too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we missed you here. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> and I got, uh, I've got our friend um, Rowena Tachias in the studio with us today. I got that name down pat now, Rowena. I do. You do. And she's been on me one, with me once before. It's been a, quite a long time a ago. A couple times before, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, though. And uh, so what have you been up to, Ro? Well, still working with Cabazone. Wounded Warrior Haven, that's um, the nonprofit that my husband and I run together, along with a board. And um, that's out in Sandoval County. But since I've seen you last, um, I have created a, a production company, and I do film and television productions now. So that has kept me quite busy for the past six months. Cool. That's going to come into uh, our conversation later on in the show. I've got some interesting things I want to talk about about that. Yes, we we are going to talk about that. Um, most people know that there was a huge uh, writers and actors strike this past summer. And a lot of that had to do with dealing with AI, which anyone who gets a, a robocall, you're pretty much dealing with AI. And the things that are happening with that are are, are huge. The implications of it are huge. Our world is going to change dramatically uh, in a very short period of time because of this. Agreed. And we'll go into that. So let's talk about my monologue first. What are your thoughts on that, you guys? I'm, I'm just thinking, I, didn't, didn't that apply so much to, to what's going on right now? It seems like the question of presidential immunity now only seems to be a concern to the left when it concerns Donald Trump, like so many other things. And, and the question I have, is justice really blind anymore? Does anybody actually believe that? I think justice has gone flown out the window. I mean, it's only just if it pertains to the left. And why we keep letting them get away with it is beyond me. Everything that they do is, is okay. doesn't matter what they do. They could kill, rob, murder, steal. It's okay. They'll find a way to change the wording or change the law immediately right there to fit their needs. But why aren't Republicans doing anything about it? Why do they still stand still and let... Like, how many of them are supporting Trump right now in this chaos of court dates that he has? Well, why did the, why, you know, like I mentioned in my open, why did the Republicans just 
stand idly by. I don't remember any outrage by the Republicans when that second completely illegal, unconstitutional impeachment show trial went on in which even Justice Roberts, which I, I really question that guy if they've got something on him, got, got up there and says, I'm not going to do this. And he walked away. Because it violates, it clearly violates the Constitution, and I discovered the part of the Constitution that talks about that. There, the word shall, shall, shall is in there. It's like, you know, the Chief Justice shall preside. Well, the Chief Justice didn't preside, so it should have been over right then and there because it was from that point on, and it was illegal to start with because you can only impeach, and, and it clearly states when it has to do with impeachment, it only goes as far as removing from office. Well, Trump wasn't in office anymore. So how can you have an impeachment of somebody that's no longer in office? You can't. They make up things as they go along. They make up things. Mm -hmm. Just as, as they go along. Well, let's do something because he's going to run for office again, so let's impeach him again and just keep making him look bad to the general public. It does None of it makes sense. Not to anybody. Not even to them, the ones changing the rules. But they don't care. They, they get away with it. And I ask why. Why do they keep getting away with it? Well, everything that happens, it seems like it supports the whole concept of a uniparty. Because the Republicans, they do nothing. The Republicans sat through that show trial. I don't remember Republicans speaking out about saying this is an illegal show trial. I don't remember them saying that. Do, do you guys no, remember they, any they, of that? They put their head down and pretended they really didn't hear it. They just they just went along, mm -hmm. just like they always do, just like they went along about this ridiculous uh, um, uh, kicking the can down the road as far as the budget goes. They do it every time. Every time it's an emergency. Oh, my gosh, the government's going to shut down. Well, wouldn't we be better off if the government did shut down? Amen. I, 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 I want to yeah. ask that question. <laughs> it's like if the government shut down, then they wouldn't be giving stealing all of our taxpayer money and giving it away to illegal immigrants and shipping it off to foreign countries. They shouldn't be doing that either. If the government shut down, they wouldn't be able to do that anymore. So wouldn't we be better off? We wouldn't have such a huge deficit because right now we're drowning in bills and debt, you know. And the deficit is because they keep giving all the money away. That It's not theirs to give. But they do, and they do it constantly. And the Republicans, I don't know, they, they stand up for the little thing like, well, we don't want to give any more money to Ukraine. But not all of them stand together. You know, and we everybody knows Ukraine is a money laundering thing for the Democrats. It's it's so been obvious. saying that from day one. You and I right. have both so been saying obvious. that, Stella. It's like a slap in the face, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, if anybody wants to call in and comment on this, I I hope a bunch of you out there that are listening are mad about this too. I would really really like to hear your opinion about it. Five zero five four 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 five zero five nine. If you want to call in, I would really like to hear your opinion on this. You know what's interesting, Becca is that when you asked, why aren't the Republicans doing anything, right? Because think about it. Well, I don't know. You can say Republican. You can say most conservative people, they are conservative and quiet and mind their own business. When they don't and they do something and uh, what, what happens when they go to gather, it's called January 6th and it's called... You know, insurrection, <laughs> uh, insurrection when the Republicans actually want to do something or conservatives or anyone who is not buying into the agenda. Mm -hmm. I don't even care what party you are. If you don't buy into their agenda, you will be attacked. 
right? Unmerciful. Or if you're a Democrat and you're out there burning cities down and you're out there hijacking cities uh, with people walking around with assault rifles and having spaghetti dinners and all of this other nonsense, that's just mostly peaceful and nothing happens to any of these people. I understand, but most of the conservative people I know... They don't care who you're married to. They don't care who you sleep with. They don't care what your relationship just or, leave me or alone. your religion. Yeah, leave me leave me, alone. Let me <laughs> let me do my own thing. Right. Just which, leave me alone. Which again, that puts us, like you said, head in the sand. We're in our own bubble. Mm-hmm. And until something directly affects us personally, then. But what's happening right now it does affect us all personally. You're right. Everybody. It does affect. It does affect us all. Mm-hmm. But think about this: is that. If the conservatives really did do something on the scale that the left does, there'd be a civil war. It, I think and is it, is it about time or what? It's past time. It's past time. But that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. So here's the one thing about the conservatives. They'll keep their cool, but when it blows, it's going to blow. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to blow in a way that these... Stupid lefty progressives. I, I love how they use the word progressive. They rename communism, socialism, fascism as progressivism. These people don't realize if they back all of us peaceful, law abiding conservatives into a corner, at some point something is going to break and then all hell's going to break loose and these people are going to find out what a real insurrection is. Mm-hmm. And, to, and sadly, they're outnumbered. That's all I have to say. They're outnumbered, and they keep pressing their luck, and that quiet man is going to sit back and be still until it all breaks loose, and then you're going to see what, he, what damage he can do. Because everybody's mad enough to do something, you know, crazy, violent to try to get their, their point across or to save our country is all we're trying to do. Because right now, the way they're doing, we're heading into communism head first. You know, and if this whole thing with the presidential immunity, I mean, apparently the Supreme Court's going to take this case up. If this thing goes uh, not in Trump's favor, which I don't see how in the world it cannot go in his favor, but I would not put anything past anybody at this point in time. I don't even trust the Supreme Court anymore. I mean, look at how they're sitting on this Colorado ballot case. I mean, why is this, why is this slam dunk decision taking so long for them to decide on? Has somebody got to them as well? I believe that in a lot. I believe that somebody has got to all of these people. Is what I think. Otherwise, I think they should have been able to render a decision on that one in one day. Well, I don't disagree, but here's where I will give the comment: um, term limits. Why is the Supreme Court a lifetime? You know, and define lifetime for me, because can you really be an effective Supreme Court justice at ninety something years old? We were talking about Diane. I, I can't even. Were we talking about Diane uh, Feinstein? She yeah. died, died on there. I mean, they they literally wheeled her in in a wheelchair. She could, she was out of her mind. She couldn't even think or speak or anything. And they wheeled her in there. I mean, this they allow people like this that are clearly unable to function in their duties anymore, and they just let them stay there. Sure, but that even goes back it's to... It's like, oh, Diane, you're supposed to vote this way. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. But think about it. It isn't Diane voting anymore. No. It's the people that That's work right. for her. Yeah. Well, what's going on in the White House? They got the whole Weekend at Bernie's things going on right. with Diane Feinstein. It isn't the bowl of oatmeal in the White House. It's the 
the people. Well, I'm going to jump the gun. Surrounding him. I'm going to jump the gun on some of these notes that we got that we I read. We're running out of time, and and so make it quick. And they're passing a law now that it's okay to get people that are uh, disabled, that are mentally handicapped, and all to be able to run for office or something, and they should not be discriminated against. I mean, they're mentally ill; they can contain them. Well, Stella, that's because we have to be inclusive. We have to be inclusive. It's all about diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? Well, we already have a mentally ill president. We we already have have one. Do we have to have more? That's right. Okay, you guys, you're listening to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak. We got a lot more coming up in the next hour. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about this, and then I want to continue on talking about how now Letitia James, after she's extorted half a billion dollars from Donald Trump, now she wants to uh, go after the beef industry. I'm telling you, people, this is all about the leftist agenda. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio? We can produce your show here at Freedom Speak. We can even do commercials and PSAs. Your podcast here at Freedom Speak Studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform. All you have to do is show up and talk. We do the rest. For details, email us at Becca at FreedomSpeakNM.com. Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com.
I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, Ablamos Espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. is flooded with products that claim memory improvement, but none offer credible evidence that their product works until now. Memory Revitalizer, the complete complex natural antioxidant, was formulated by a physician and neuroscientist. Memory Revitalizer significantly enhanced memory in two large blinded studies. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 22 years safe and does not interfere with prescription drugs. Customers say it's essential. It works. Buy it from Best Buy Drugs, Manal Pharmacy, Vintage Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies are from independent health stores like Moses Country Health on 4th Street or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com and call 800-606-0192. that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Becca Marie's Freedom Speak. Got Stella back in the studio with us today, and uh, we got our guest uh, Rowena Tachias. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, by the way, if you want to call in, our call in number is 505 444 5059. We'd love to hear from you. You're listening to us on KXKS, Albuquerque, 1190 AM. So I was talking about the about Trump. Of course, that's like all over the news now. Everything is all about Trump. It's been all about Trump for years now. And how they're trying to keep Trump off the ballot. The, the most recent state to do that would be Illinois. I got this article here from uh, January 11th. Uh, no, let's see, when is this from? 
U.S. politics from the 28th. And it says here, Illinois judge rules Trump disqualified from ballot. Same nonsense. says here, ahead of the Supreme Court ruling on whether former President Donald Trump can be disqualified as a candidate by individual states under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. If anybody's actually paying attention to the law, no, he cannot be disqualified under the 14th Amendment. These judges that are saying this nonsense should be disbarred for apparently never reading the Constitution. Okay, so, 14, Section 3, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president or and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or any state who has previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any legis- state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Do you see the word president of the United States in there? The only thing you see in there is elector of president and vice president. You do not see president. They cannot use 14, section 3, to disqualify anyone from running for president. They're trying to use that. They obviously don't know the law. And it says here that mail-in ballots were sent out in Illinois with President Trump's name on them. This puts the state in a position to potentially have to not count votes cast for him. Interesting. Uh, says here, um, okay. That isn't the first time they didn't count ballots. But I, remember, name on I remember 2020 very yeah. clearly. More hypocrisy. Okay, yes. the Democrats are always talking about how every vote should be counted and we can't be disenfranchising voters. Well, the state of Illinois wants to disenfranchise the entire Republican Party because Donald Trump is going to be their nominee. I know Nikki Haley is out there for God knows what reason, still running. I don't know why. She hasn't won a single primary yet, and somehow she thinks she's going to just make a huge victory on Super Tuesday. She's delusional, but uh, not only that, but she's being supported by Democrats. Mm -hmm. That's why she's still able to to support her, her, her run that she's doing, which is ridiculous at this point. All she's doing is working against who is going to be our nominee at this point. She's getting paid really well for it, too. They have big donors Oh, Oh, heck yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, heck yeah. Mm -hmm. So it says here, the judge found that Illinois law allowed petitioners to bring this kind of challenge and that President Trump was disqualified by engaging in insurrection. Okay, there has been no court trial. There has been no uh, hearing. There has been no due process. Um, There has been no finding of insurrection at all. Yet they are summarily saying that he is guilty of being an insurrectionist without a trial, without due process. But we don't care about due process in this country anymore, do we, Stella? Not at all. 
And you know, it's not just the, the insurrection. It's the business that he did in New York. There's, they've stopped him from doing business in New York. Yes. Uh, they're saying that he, they want $430 billion now because $350 was not enough. And they're trying to drain all his resources, take all his money from him. And uh, what else are they after the insurrection? We see the business. Oh, the rape of the Jean Carroll person. E. Jean Carroll, whatever her first name is. on and on. Yeah. It's like it's oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... Basically, what this, you know, what Illinois is saying is that Illinois, apparently there were five, I'm sure they were all Democrats, came in and filed a complaint. They had a hearing and five angry Trump hating Democrats and one judge have decided that uh, that Illinois voters are not allowed to vote for their nominee of their nominee of choice. One judge and five angry Trump-hating Democrats. So all of this is going on. It would have to be, you'd have to not be a reasonable person to say, why are they putting so much effort into this? Trump must be absolutely terrifying to them, right? They're absolutely terrified. Terrifying. They are terrified. Well, his first round, he said he was going to drain the swamp, and all he really did was open it up for all of us to see how bad the swamp is. Yeah, he didn't even have enough time. Because why? They'd Mm -hmm. use the first two years of his presidency, wrapping him up in, in, you know, in lawsuits, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, if he gets in there. But here's what's interesting. Think about this. The Democratic Party isn't even campaigning. They don't need to. They don't need to. And, and Yeah, does anybody find that strange that the Democrat Party is not campaigning? And Kamala Harris... Biden is not campaigning. ...says when, when a reporter the other day asked her, you know, it's pretty inevitable that Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. Are you concerned? And she's like, no, because we're going to win. Yeah. We got, we got it covered. We got it covered. <laughs> exactly. We're good. They tell we us don't to, need to do anything. We're us, good. They tell us to our face, and yet... The conservatives, Democrats, everything. I'm not blaming so much the conservatives because, like I said, that's the quiet man that sits back, wants to just let everybody live your own life. Just leave me and my life alone and leave right. me out of your madness, you know, your your transgenderism and all that crap. Leave me alone from all that and leave my family alone and I won't bother you and you won't bother me. But they're hitting him hard, this, this you know, person that wants to be left alone. It, it's affecting his family. It's affecting his children. It's affecting his livelihood. You know, when they go around killing, how much was it uh, two years ago? 40,000 heads of cattle and saying the sun killed them. You know, they don't come up and say they poisoned the water because they're controlling it. Or burning down chicken farms. Or burning down all the food processing plants, over 110 that have not Mm -hmm. been replaced. This has to make you stand up and say, what? They're trying to create an intentional crisis is what they're trying to do. And we're already getting You know, the funny thing about Illinois is the, uh, uh, the Board of Elections in in Illinois voted against this whole thing. They, they voted to keep Trump on the ballot. And this one activist judge has decided that uh, Republicans should not be representative in Illinois. And who died and left him God? How come he can make exactly. a decision for the whole state? Exactly. Yeah. And then you've got this lefty group uh, called Free Speech for People. <laughs> which I, I find I find the name of their, their organization to be ironic, it's actually. Laugh- they laughable. believe in free speech for people. Which people do they believe in free speech for? Well, they apparently don't believe in your right to vote or your right to be heard in an election. They don't believe that Republicans have a right to be heard in an election. So Republican free speech is definitely no good. Mm-hmm. No good. 
So that's a lefty group. And what would what would it do? Like they went up there, and these five people went up to this judge, and he made this decision. What would happen if fifty Republicans came up and filed a similar lawsuit or counter lawsuit? And is this all? Everybody's just playing games with the, with the court system now. It's absolutely games. It's all it is. And so, is that going to help the situation any? You know, for fifty Republicans or conservatives to come up and file a counter lawsuit against these five dimwits that came up there and the dimwit judge that went with it. You know, is that what it takes for everybody to stand up and everybody just start flinging lawsuits at each other? And what is that really going to? What is it going to fix? Nothing. It's all hypocrisy. All of it. Totally. You know, I there was a couple of interesting things that that ha- that I saw pop up in the news. Uh, this has been they've been talking about this a lot in Alabama. Okay, Alabama has determined that you've got all these people that have these fertilized embryo these embryos that are in cold storage. Uh, people that are wanting to have children that apparently for one reason or another they're not they're not able to have them in a natural way. So these they basically have these embryos on ice in Alabama, and they have determined in court, and I I think this is historic, and it's funny how this is not being talked about in the news at all as being uh, a problem for these these pro-abortion people. They've determined that these embryos should be considered as children, and that they have the rights of children, and they have the right not to be destroyed. Wow. So... How is this not a contradiction to these pro-abortion people? I, yet, yet the news is crickets about this. I have not, I've not even heard the conservative news station that I watch mention this contradiction. They, this court has determined that these embryos are human beings and they have a right to be protected. Send in the story. Yeah. To your, to your, um... The news channel you watch. Yeah. Send, send it in and see if they do something. And this is CNN.com that reported this thing in Alabama. That's ironic in, well, in itself. Well, the station <laughs> I watched was talking about this story, too. But they, why did they not make this connection that this contradicts the pro-abortion movement? If these embryos have a right to life, then so do... Uh, children are babies in the womb under 15 weeks. Suddenly this this 15-week thing is like this magic number. Apparently when when a, a, a fetus, they call it a fetus because they don't want to call it a human being or a baby or, or an embryo, which even this place is calling it an embryo, um, they, they say magically at 15 weeks, some people are saying, well, we, you know, we got to consider it a human being at 15 weeks. Well, what about 14 days and six, 14 weeks and six days? What about 14, what about 14 days and five days? What happens over that course of just a couple of days that that magic number of 50, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the six feet, uh, the six foot distance BS (laughs) that we were told over the last uh, few years. You know, this, all of this craziness, and I've mentioned this to you guys really, really went into full gear over the last four years, over the scamdemic. You know, they pushed out this narrative without any real scientific evidence. They suppressed 
the doctors and the experts that were out there speaking out against it. They suppressed them, canceled their accounts off social media. If they were doctors, a lot of them had their medical licenses revoked and taken away. These people were silenced and shut up. But yet, I did just a little bit of digging over the last four, almost four years now that I've been on the radio in which I've been talking about this and I've known this from day one and yet everybody just went along with the narrative. They rolled over, they, they rolled up their shoulder, their, their sleeve, they, they let themselves be injected with something which is now proven to have been a really deadly pathogen into their bodies. They followed these stu- stupid rules to wear a mask which did nothing there was also no evidence to support that and they and some of these people are permanently brain damaged and they're still walking around wearing a mask and the one thing i don't understand is the people that are walking around with a mask on their chin i what purpose does that serve i don't know these people are mentally ill at this point they can run for office maybe they can run for president of the united states there right yeah <laughs> So, so the next big thing that's coming up now, okay, well, we heard about uh, this Letitia James thing with the, the, the E. Jean Carroll thing. What, what does E stand for? Does anybody know what that means? Should we just make up a name for E? I don't know what that is. But, but anyway, so Letitia James managed to, based on the concept that Donald Trump was, um, you know, misrepresenting the value of his properties. The only people that had a problem with uh, with whatever he was claiming the value of his properties was, was Letitia James and the crazy lefty uh, Trump derangement sim- syndrome Democrats in which they managed to push this qu- through the court with this goofy judge and extort nearly half a billion dollars and give it to E. Jean Carroll for uh, purely circumstantial evidence, and it's simply her saying, well, you know, Trump did this and Trump did that. Well, so she had to be believed, and so therefore he was found guilty with no real evidence. Well, first of all, nobody got any money because he's appealing it. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I understand, he's got to pay the money. Uh, that's She's already foreclosing on his properties, girl. Yeah, he's yeah. got to he's got to pay the money uh-huh. up front before he can appeal it. Is how that did, crazy how does or that what? Even work? Yeah, who else, because who the else is in this, in this upside down world? And when we're talking about mm-hmm. he misres- misrepresented the value of his property. Okay, was he doing this to get a loan? Was he doing it to get a business license? Was he what was he doing it because? Guess what? Donald Trump doesn't sit at a desk and write all these things himself. No, he's got a team of lawyers and accountants. Not only that, and- but correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm going to refinance my house or I'm going to do something, it isn't Rowena that determines the value of my it's home bank. or my business. It's mm-hmm. the creditor. Mm-hmm. So whether or not he submitted a piece of paper and says, I believe... Mar-a-Lago is worth X amount of dollars. Well, hmm, let's go send 
an appraiser. Right. You know, but the madness of the whole thing is that they, there was a problem with it. He paid the loan. He paid the interest. The creditors love Donald Trump. Yes. They say, we'd like to give him more loans. So why? I can tell you what. This man has declared bankruptcy five times, and he's still a billionaire and comes back. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to do whatever he knows. And guess what? He knows how to do the laws that are on the books. Yes. So he's got very good lawyers. Somebody said, said um, he paid $750 in taxes, not because he cheated, because he used the very loopholes that 90% of the people in Congress are lawyers don't that you, remember, you made. Don't you Why remember, would anybody pay more tax than they need don't to? Don't you remember when he's running against Hillary and she said, he hardly pays any taxes. And he goes, thank you, because you're the one that created that law that did it for me. And I thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know. I remember that. You're right, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Letitia James, since she's gotten away with this, and like I said, when I when I used the example of the scamdemic, how they got away with so many things. They got away with people being tyrants. They they got a, they got away with a Costco employee being a tyrant. Now you can treat your employees like crap. The whole concept of the customer's always right and you got to make the customer happy, all of that's out the window. None of that matters anymore. Right. These people have learned how, to, how they enjoy so much the power trip of being a tyrant. That's, that's just what, it ha- what has happened. And so and they, nobody, nobody pushed back. Everybody, everybody did what they were told. They said, sit down, shut your mouth, put on your mask, take your jab, and, and just shut up. And that's what a lot of people did. I didn't, but a lot of people did. And they learned from this. And now they've learned they can get away with anything they want to do. So now Letitia James, which got away with this nonsense of actually, where did they come up with this number, this ridiculous number? I mean, they did the same thing with Alex Jones. They drained his bank account, took every cent he had, okay, because of also another claim similar to this. This is the way you're not you're not any longer uh, presumed innocent until proven guilty. So now what she's doing, she's using the same precedent which she has set about misrepresenting, and now guess who she's going after? She's going after the beef industry. Because I'm telling you, people, these people, these bunch of leftist communists, they're pushing their green, green agenda, and it's not anything about the environment because they know it's it's based on a bunch of nonsense BS. It's not based on real science. So what they're doing is they're trying to subjugate people. They're trying to assert more power. That's what these people get off on is being – is being is looming over other people and treating us like a bunch of peasants because people are letting them get away with it. It's about control. It's all about control. Mm -hmm. So now Letitia James is suing, according to this article right here, and this comes from the ag.newyork.gov. This is the official website of the New York AG. This is Letitia James's website here from New York. And it says here, Attorney General James sues world's largest beef producer for misrepresenting environmental impact of their products. So now it's all about the environment. And it's all about the Green New Deal, the green agenda, and the bogus climate change nonsense that's out there. Now here's the thing. 
before somebody says, oh, well, you're a climate denier. I don't deny that the climate has changed. The climate has always changed. Uh, if, you, if you think about the history of planet Earth, the environment, the climate has always changed. It will continue to change. It's, it's some kind of a cyclical thing that goes on. Is the, is the climate changing? It might be. It probably is. It always has. Is it caused by uh, some, some cows farting out there in the field? I don't think so. I don't think that has any kind of significant impact on anything. What these people want is they want to take away your beef and they want you to eat crickets. That's what it's all about. Or lab meats. Or, la- I was or just lab say, meats. Lab created meats. Lab meats. The, you know, I talked about lab meats not too long ago, and you know, basically what a lab meat is, it's basically a kind of a, a, a it's grown kind of like a cancer. It's kind of like a cancerous mass. That's what lab meat is. You know, I'm sorry. If I sit down and I order a ribeye and they get bring out some lab meat, I'm going to know the difference. I'm going to know the difference. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. They said it tastes pretty realistic. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know about yeah, that. So let's see. What's this say here? So it says uh, uh, today, this was February 28th. This was just the other day. Says here, uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James today filed a lawsuit against JBS USA Food Company and JBS USA Food Company Holdings, the American subsidiary of the world's largest producer of beef products, for misleading the public about its environmental impact. Does anybody give a crap about the the environmental impact that cows? Pr- I don't care. They're going to go back to the cow. Fights. I just want my ribeye. Yes. JBS USA has claimed that it will achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. Now, how in the world are they going to do that? And there's no, how do you measure that? How do you measure that? Exactly. Are they putting some kind of a meter on the backside of these cows (laughs) to measure what their emissions are? I mean, come on, people. You need to put one of those on her. (laughs) On her, exactly. And and it's not Miss James anymore. Her name is now Miss, M-I-S-S, period. Represent. That's right. We represented. Should, we should put something on her to measure her emissions. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That's because a great idea. Because both ends, both ends, there's a lot of hot air. There's a lot of hair, hot air coming out of both ends, I'm guessing. So here, uh, so, but, okay, so how would, how would it even be possible to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions from your cows at all? And they're wanting to do it by 2040. I, I, how is this done? How is this done? Very carefully. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. The whole planet is under the same atmosphere. So you could do whatever you wanted in the United States, but if you don't have China and England and, and you know, India and anyone else, anybody else participating or under control, which no one has ever been able to define, how do you, how do you, get there how do you get to zero Mm -hmm. no one's able to be totally define it but if everybody isn't doing it and you're all under the same atmosphere um you're wasting your time you're wasting your time Mm -hmm. yeah i don't see how they're uh, how are they currently measuring these gas emissions hey i don't know that's the break okay so um after the break i want to wrap up this conversation and then we want to talk a little bit about uh, something that ruina is feeling very passionate about and I'm going to call it the dictator of Bosky Farms. 
boy. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think there's some people listening from Bosky Farms. I want you guys to call in, and I want you to tell us uh, your stories. So you're listening to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak. Uh, we will be right back after the break. to do a podcast but don't have a studio we can produce your show here at freedom speak we can even do commercials and psas your podcast here at freedom speak studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform all you have to do is show up and talk we do the rest for details email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, Hablamos Espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. The 
market is flooded with products that claim memory improvement, but none offer credible evidence that their product works until now. Memory Revitalizer, the complete complex natural antioxidant, was formulated by a physician and neuroscientist. Memory Revitalizer significantly enhanced memory in two large blinded studies. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 22 years. It is safe and does not interfere with prescription drugs. Customers say it's essential. It works. Buy it from Best Buy Drugs, Manal Pharmacy, Vintage Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies are from independent health stores like Moses Country Health on 4th Street. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com and call 800-606-0192. that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Welcome back to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak, Hour 2. You're listening to us on KXKS, Albuquerque, 1190 AM, The Answer. Our call-in number is 505-444-5059. If you want to send us your questions and comments via email, the email address is Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. You can also watch us on social media. We are uh, live streaming simultaneously while we're doing the radio show right now on X, Rumble, and Facebook, and YouTube. They haven't kicked us off yet, to damn surprised. Anyway, they kick us off all the time. That's okay. So anyway, uh, you can also message in if you're watching us on Rumble. It looks like we got a lot of people watching on Rumble. You can message in. I'm see, I see the messages there. You can also message in on Facebook. And be sure to do us a favor. Like, subscribe, uh, share, uh, do anything that you can on there because it helps us get the message out to more people. Now, I want to finish up on this thing with the attack on the uh, beef production by Letitia James. Now, I don't know if you realize this, but what this is going to cause, ultimately, is this is going to cause much higher prices when you go to the steak restaurant next time, which I love to do about once a week. And this is going to potentially put a huge burden on beef, uh, beef producers. 
And I have to ask, you know, in the statement on, on Letitia's website, says here, beef production emits the most greenhouse gases of any major food commodity, and animal agriculture accounts for 14.5% of annual global greenhouse gas emissions. How do they determine this? How are they measuring this? They make it up. I think they're making making this nonsense up. Where's the where's the scientific evidence of how they actually? Where's the science? You know, the only science we're seeing nowadays is political science. That's it. <laughs> Politicians making ridiculous statements like this, and then everybody just rolls over, gives in, and believes it, and does not ask any questions. And that is why I'm doing this, so that I can get you guys thinking. I want to awaken you guys. I want you to ask questions. I want you to think, how, what, how they, how they, how they determining that? I don't know. Instead of just rolling over with it and saying, oh, yeah, that sounds like... Exactly. <laughs> what makes you think a politician knows anything about this topic? Or that they would ever tell you the truth. You know, one, one thing that I, I always do is, like, when I, when I talk about things on my show is I look up actual credible references and proof to what I'm saying. Like, if I give a quote by somebody, I always make sure I look it up and verify it. And I'm looking at this, and, and there's no... there's no She's not citing any any... Uh, references as to where she came up with this nonsense. No. No. I'm not seeing it. Anyway, so, I got Rowena Tachias in the studio with me today, and she's got quite a story to tell about her little town she lives in, Bosky Farms, which I've been down there a few times. It's a really beautiful place, lots of trees, and it just seems like a great place to live. But apparently, politically, it's not such a great place to live these days. So, And it also leads into me talking about how the scamdemic has emboldened a lot of wannabe ty- tyrants. So, Romina, what's going on down there? Okay, so first I'll start with that social media is definitely a double-edged sword. So around the beginning of February, I'm on the Nextdoor app. If you're not familiar with the Nextdoor app, it's based on your address and you connect with people and, you know, um, it's generally used for things like my dog is gone. If you've seen my dog, I have a, you know, lawnmower for sale, things like that. But occasionally, occasionally, <laughs> you'll you'll talk about um politics, local politics mostly. So while scrolling early February, looking for goats, <laughs> minding my own business. Women who look for goats. Looking for goats, minding my own business, I come across this video and photos that there was a major spill at the waste treatment plant in, in the outskirts of Bosque Farms. And just reading this feed and you're watching video, so um, going through people posting about this and talking about it, and there was something on the local news about it as well. And there was one, uh, two, not one, spill. Um, it comes out that the, the director of the waste management had been put on leave because he wasn't supposedly a qualified level three slash level four person. He, he is a double level two. Level two in something and level two in something else. He was put in there to replace someone else who had moved on. Um, so the new clerk administrator, who has only been in his uh, hired position since June of 23, has just completely... Uh, his 
what I'm told is doing is that he is enforcing ordinances. And that in itself is kind of funny because um, you're enforcing things in ordinances that are not written. And employees are being told things like, it's because I said so. And it's because you will do this or you will be held in subordination. Okay, now I have to ask, doesn't an ordinance have to be like voted on by what do you guys have like a city council or something we do we have a mayor and we have a council okay and here's the interesting and an ordinance needs to be in the public record and approved and voted on right that's what i would think that's that's like that's like the way that's the process you would think yeah but here's the interesting thing though yes technically that's what you're supposed to do when i literally got on and i looked at the bosky farms ordinances what are the jobs of the clerk what are the jobs of the councilman and the mayor well basically over a period of years and now i'm not saying that this person that all hell has broken loose only since june This is an accumulation of what we talked about earlier, people being minding their business and being in their bubble and have allowed these things to happen. The the literal and I can read it, the literal job description of the clerk of Bosque Farms, he has collectively more power than the mayor and the council put together. Basically, the mayor and the last two that we've had. Um, basically don't do anything else other than show up to the meetings Photo once ops. a month and they, they you know, cut the ribbon at the library and eat cake. That, that's it. because Kind of like the king that, of England. You know, he just shows up for ceremonies and stuff, but he doesn't really do anything. That clerk runs this village. You know, when, I, when, I, when I think about a clerk, I think about a guy sitting at a desk with maybe a keyboard and some filing cabinets behind him. Uh, a guy that, like, uh, you know, uh, records things and files things. But you're talking about this guy is actually, he's actually ruling over uh, everything in Bosque Farms. Yes, and there's some background history as well. And then you have a council and a mayor that have done nothing. They have done nothing. They have had, you know, uh, opportunities. There's one particular who is the mayor pro tem who's been on there six years. So this isn't anything new. This did not just start. Okay, this is something that has evolved. Um, Why you don't want to have a closer control, because the more the clerk does, less anyone else has to do. Mm -hmm. So we're talking things with this particular clerk who actually held quite a high position um, where he lives is in the uh, Pueblo of Isleta. He's a former governor. Well, at the Pueblo of Isleta, you are not required to provide the public with information, which it's a sovereign nation, whatever their rules are, I'm not exactly sure, but this is a quote from him exactly from himself admitting he's struggling with this transition. In November, he tells the news bulletin, you know, when I, when I was the governor, I didn't have to release information. But now that I'm here in a public arena, um, I have to disclose everything. Well, you aren't disclosing everything. Ordinances are changing. Job descriptions are changing without going through the proper process. People are being moved, and there's nepotism like crazy going on. So you have to move people, but still, as the clerk, all complaints go to the clerk, from the clerk to the mayor. Okay, but when the clerk is the problem, 
where does it go? It goes straight in the trash can. You can write letters all day long, and they aren't getting it. They aren't getting addressed. That, that kind of reminds me of like the governor's election in Arizona, in which the the secretary of state was one of the candidates, and then if you had complaints about the election, you sent your complaints to the secretary of state. Same exact. It's the same sort same, of nonsense. Same nonsense. And people don't question that. Right. Like, oh, there's a problem with. Isn't there a, a conflict of interest here? You know. Right. So the other thing, I mean, there has been close to a dozen employees and somebody out there call and correct me if I'm wrong, employees slash volunteers. Now, let me tell you that. By the way, everybody, the number is 505-444-5059. If you guys down in Bosky Farms, we'd love to hear from you some of your personal stories on this topic. Yes. So the fire department has a fire chief that's a paid position and the rest are volunteers. And we have a beautiful fire department. They've they've been great. We have and and pay for out of taxes an EMS crew. The entire crew, entire crew, have left and gone to the town of Peralta. Why? The clerk. Every every reason. We now okay due to again a nepotism issue and something else. Here's something else. I can't even verify anything. I'm, I'm getting information for those of you who are going to um, attack me again here, as you did on Nextdoor. My, my opinions are one-sided or my views are one-sided. Why is that? Because the village does not put anything out official. No one will say anything. The only official that said anything was on the Nextdoor app, under her private name, the judge in the town said, don't do this show. You're only going to make it worse. My response is worse for who? Worse for who? And half of everything you're saying is inaccurate. Raising awareness and and informing the public is going to make things worse. So I replied, if half of what I posted on here is inaccurate, by all means, tell me what's inaccurate because you must know. But there's no, there have not been meeting minutes posted since July. The first meeting, the second meeting, where he had become the clerk. There's nepotism, so let's go ahead and move the animal control officer, so it's not under the clerk, now it's under the chief of police, and the animal control officer now has a badge and carries a firearm. Okay, so I go to look up his duties. The animal control officer is really under maintenance. No, no one's updated. So what in his position now has him having a badge? Is he a part-time police officer? Is he, um, you know, a reserve officer? He's carrying a gun. And, but why? Where is it in his job description? And, okay, so the council approves the movement of the animal control underneath um, the police chief because there's some kind of, you know, somebody's related to somebody. That's fine. But now, one day, you're driving around and the animal control officer, who, by the way, this same clerk said, we're not picking up dead animals in your... Hey, Ro, let's grab this call. Ooh, okay. Caller, you're on the line with Becca Marie's Freeman Speak. Who do we got? Caller, are you there? Yes. Okay. Who who do we got? Do you want to give your name, or you, you can make up a name if you want? Uh, Cammie Drexler. Okay, cool. So what's up? Hi, has anything been done internally with the with the clerk to deal with the clerk? Nobody has dealt with the clerk. 
nobody thinks there's a problem with the clerk. The mayor has no problem with the clerk, and there's only one council person, um, uh, the newest council person, Erica DeSmet, that has any problem with what's happening with the clerk. Everybody else is just silent. Interesting. Okay. The next meeting isn't even until the third Thursday in March, and the mayor pro tem, Ronita Wood, no one has made a statement. Are we going to address who's going to be the new mayor? That's something we didn't even talk about, that three weeks after becoming mayor, the mayor has to step down due to health reasons. Well, you've already used a mouthful when you said the word nepotism. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> She'll stick up for the hood because he's, and, the, and they'll all join bands against all of you. Oh, and let then. me tell you, the minute I, I made a, a, a private citizen comment on how I felt no one on the council was fit to be the new mayor, including the mayor pro tem who has sat there on that council for six years, I get attacked by her sisters. Of course. You know, there's letters coming to the council and the mayor from the clerk's family. You're being mean to the governor. I'm sorry. He is not a governor Mm -hmm. in Bosque Farms. He is the administrative clerk. And I promise you by the end time, by the end of this show, his his position will change because I think the problem is governor and clerk aren't on the same level. That's where I think there's a lot of a problem here. So maybe he will be the Bosky Farms administrative director officer in charge, chief of the of the of, of whatever. You know, but but, they, but the name clerk, I assure you, is going to be gone. Yeah, clerk, be clerk gone. doesn't exactly sound like a powerful position. But you to cannot me. run a village in the same manner as you. And the same rules that you run a sovereign nation. Understandable. They have their rules. Believe me, I, I go on there. I'll try and look up something um, from the uh, Isleta Pueblo. And you don't necessarily have access. You can't see it. But guess what? In Bosque Farms, you can't find the last eight months of meeting minutes either. So when you change policy or whether or not when I want to read... Now, is that in the rules that minutes have to be... I mean... Uh, oh, it I, has to be posted. I'm, I'm involved politically with, uh, you know, like the... Uh, um, at the lower levels of the Republican Party where I live, and meeting minutes are required, and they have to be recorded. Same here. Otherwise, Same. you're in violation. Yes, there are several OMA violations. When you are the clerk and you're the custodian of records, and the public is doing IPRAs on your behavior. But isn't that the clerk's job is to keep the track custodian. of these minutes? Yes, it is. Yeah, and so, so you, can, you can go in and ask for draft minutes, 10 days after a meeting, uh-huh. the the office has to provide the public with draft minutes. Now, understand they're only draft until the next meeting when it gets approved. So here's what this clerk says. Okay, in a meeting, and the ordinance says the governing body will approve the minutes in the meeting from the previous month. Nothing about needing a signature, nothing. Approved by the governing body, live, in person, during the meeting. His response is, I can't post anything until the mayor signs off on it. First of all, there's no requirement for the mayor to sign off. It's approved by the entire governing body, him or her, and the council. Oh, we got another caller. Let's see who we got. Caller, go ahead. Hey, this is Charles. Hey, Charles. Oh, man, listening to your show, and I'm getting more and more irritated. Well, good. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get people uh, to wake up. Well, what, yeah, I'm what's on your mind, Charles? 
Oh, uh, ordinances and statutes. What irritates me about that is people don't realize that an ordinance, written or unwritten, or a statute cannot violate the law. And the law cannot violate the Constitution. And people just blindly roll over and let these idiot politicians do whatever the they want. I almost said something I couldn't say. <laughs> yeah, we know the feeling. I got a button here I can push no. if that happens. <laughs> oh, okay. Just like a mandate well, is not a law. No, it's not. A but but Char- is not a law. Charles, don't you agree with me that a lot of this nonsense got started over the last few years in which people rolled over because they, they thought a mandate was a law and they just gave up all of their freedom and liberty and, and without question? Don't you think it emboldened people like this? That was my next comment. It all started because people were just rolling over and gladly following along with the illegal COVID mandates. Mm -hmm. The government has pushed people to see who they can control and who they can't control. People like you and me, they can't control, and it scares them out of them. Yeah, yeah. People like Donald Trump, uh, they're terrified that he's going to put an end to their agenda if he gets in office again. And and I've been saying uh, now for quite a while, they've got to find some way to keep him from getting in office. And I, I, it really terrifies me to think about that. And they won't find a way. Well, I hope you're he right. He could be a convicted felon behind bars and still be president. That is what the Constitution says. And, you know, it's amazing how many people don't understand that they haven't bothered to. The, the Constitution is a quick read. You can literally read it in about 10 minutes. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. And it clearly states in there there's only a few conditions by which you can run for president. And he can run from he can run from prison. He, right. you know, and and I will be uh, I will gladly vote for him regardless of whether he's in prison. Oh, I will, too. Because these people need to be stopped. You know, this this corrupt system, this corrupt judicial system, all these corrupt people need to be removed. I mean, the system needs to be seriously torn down and rebuilt. And and I really—and and and these J6, uh, you know, political prisoners, they need to be pardoned uh, right from the podium, right after he gets done taking the oath. And literally, the Constitution gives us permission to tear it down. Yes, it does. And start all over. It does. Right, kind of right there in the beginning, it says. Yes. You can do it. So, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Everything that they're doing is totally against the law. We outnumber them. We outnumber them. All these crooks are doing that. Why are they still allowed? Why are they still there? Yeah. I'm asking. And try to get a Nipra from them now. <laughs> I dare you. I want to see well, it happen. I know. Charles, what are you saying? The, the reason, well, the reason that the, the politicians are still there is because people think the government is there to help them. Yes. Well, I also think the people seem to forget, which I had to use again on my little Nextdoor app, you forget who works for who. You know, several people on there said, why don't you go run for council or put your name in for mayor? Here's why. Because then I couldn't do and say what I do. Because you forget. You work for me. Mm -hmm. You're elected to represent me, not the other way around. Right, the, the Constitution was not written to limit the people's rights. It was written to prevent the government from infringing on our rights. That's all it was for. 
That's it. And you know, winner, unfortunately, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, unfortunately, over the last few years, a lot of people have got this misconception that they believe that the government rules over them, and and they've been made to believe this. And I and I and I've talked about cognitive dissonance uh, before on on previous shows, and I think we have a lot of this right now. I think a lot of people are just worn down, and they're tired, and they've rolled over, and they've given up. And we got to wake oh, up. I'll and We got to fight. Over. I never. I'll never I roll will over never either. Roll over. No. I will not roll over <laughs> to my dying breath, Charles. You've seen the tailgate of my truck. It says, fight the tyranny, take the mask off. There you go. There you go. I put that I put that on as soon as the tiny tyrant came up with her mandate, and it's still on there. And I believe we as citizens need to fight the tyranny, although I don't think that corruption and government will ever go away. Well, speaking of the tiny tyrant, didn't she say that the Constitution means nothing to her? She doesn't have to abide by it? No, no. Well, yeah. she thinks it's an outdated All of our rights document. are malleable. Yeah, her exact words were, the rights are malleable. And yes. all of those brainwashed people that were sitting at that table with her when she said that, uh, if if they had any, uh, any ounce of courage whatsoever, they should have all stood up and walked away at that point in time. But no, they stood there oh, and they supported her while she said that her her constitutional uh, the Constitution and her oath of office are not absolute bullcrap. They are right, right. Oh, and I don't know if you got. I think you did get the text message I sent you about uh, a local gas station in the North Valley. I'm going to give a shout out to them. I walked in. It's the G and T gas station on Fourth, kind of by Osuna. Uh huh. I walked in because I open carry. Cool. And the cashier, he saw my 357. You can't conceal a 357 with a six-inch barrel. Yeah, no. But he looked at my my uh, my pistol. He says, "We appreciate the Second Amendment, and you are welcome here anytime." Very nice. All right, Charles, I got to let right. you go because we're coming up on a break. Okay. Oh, I, I just had to call in, but listening to, I was just getting irritated. Call in anytime you want, Charles. Love hearing from you. We appreciate hearing from you. Thanks. You guys have a, a great day, and it's been a great show so far. You too. Thanks. Thanks, Charles. All right. So uh, in the final segment coming up, we're going to wrap up this topic. And then I want to finish off the show with talking about uh, AI and how it's going to affect the movie industry and even customer service, like a lot of p you people may not have thought about. So you're listening to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak. The call-in number is 505-444-5059. I see we have a call coming in. Just hold on there, and we'll get you right after the break. to do a podcast but don't have a studio we can produce your show here at freedom speak we can even do commercials and psas your podcast here at freedom speak studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform all you have to do is show up and talk we do the rest for details email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? 
Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, Hablamos Espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. The market is flooded with products that claim memory improvement, but none offer credible evidence that their product works until now. Memory Revitalizer, the complete complex natural antioxidant, was formulated by a physician and neuroscientist. Memory Revitalizer significantly enhanced memory in two large blinded studies. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 22 years. It is safe and does not interfere with prescription drugs. Customers say it's essential. It works. Buy it from Best Buy Drugs, Manal Pharmacy, Vintage Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies are from independent health stores like Moses Country Health on 4th Street or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com and call 800-606-0192. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. 
Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. To Becca Marie's Freedom Speak, the final uh, segment. You're listening to us on 1190 AM KXKS Albuquerque. Check out our website, Becca Marie. Actually, it's freedomspeaknm.com. Freedomspeaknm.com. And from there, you can listen to replays of any of our previous shows. You can listen to my monologues. You can listen to replays of uh, Dr. Summers. Uh, you can download the show notes. And also, there's a Rumble link on there. And I want to remind you that we do our late night show tonight. We move the time to 8 to 10 p.m. And tonight we're going to be talking about the Knights Templar. And it's a really fascinating, uh, fascinating topic. So we got a caller. I'm not going to make them wait any longer. Um, caller, go ahead. You are on with Becca Marie's Freedom Speak. Yes, my name is Jack. I've been following this whole thing going on with Boston Farm. I know that uh, they're down to two, maybe three utility workers. You know if the admin clerk is going to try to hire more people? I heard it's really affecting the residents because these guys are being overworked. That's a really great question because back to what I was saying, there is nothing. There are no new job postings for any positions. There are no meeting minutes for a plan. There's no time limits. Um when you IPRA something, you're lucky to get it back in the correct amount of time. So to answer your question, only he knows. The, you know, we have a new uh, mayor pro tem who has not held a, a, a special meeting, an emergency meeting, nothing. So that's a good question because everybody's just in limbo. It, even, even the um, director who was put on administrative leave has no idea. Am I coming? Am I going? When does this end? There has to be a public meeting. So I hope that answers your question that nobody knows. Okay. Uh, one other question is what can us residents do to, uh, like, I guess, voice our concerns? Do we need to email them? Do we need to call them? Go well, into the office? the only way that I know you can call them is to either call the clerk, which good luck getting through the gatekeeper, but... They are the only ones that are given district phones, I believe, are maybe like the police chief, the fire chief, the clerk and the mayor. So I went on the next door app and I asked um, Councilwoman Desmet. She freely put her Village of Bosky Farms uh, email on there because they are nowhere to be found on the official website because they don't want to be called. Because they don't want to be emailed. They don't want to be called. Nobody's bothered to do it. So I don't know if you have social media, but um, I can always leave all of the um, 
I can leave the clerk and I can leave all of the council member and the mayor's email addresses here and you can get them here on her website or you can call in or get them from the show if you if you don't have social media because they are on the Nextdoor app and uh, Facebook. Raina, do they have like uh, regular council meetings that people can show up for? Third Thursday of every month. Okay, so that is one way you can get noticed. Um, I didn't catch your name, but you know, one thing that they've done in various counties uh, here around Albuquerque is people show up in mass at these council meetings to show their concern about any particular issue. So this is what you can do. You can show up in mass at these meetings. Well, let me tell you what they did, though. Because they are afraid of the mass, they only allow the public now to speak for 90 seconds. Each person. Okay, so you have you have a couple hundred people or more show up, and everybody speaks for 90 seconds each. And they won't allow that. They'll put a time limit on it. They don't want to hear from you. Yeah. yeah, so that's how city council is here in Albuquerque. What we did was we threw him over and said, "Well, I'm going to give him my 90 seconds because he has. I want him to finish." His <laughs> well, you thought. can't do that. You well, can't transfer your time. They said, "Yes, we can." And we fought <laughs> and fought it and won it. But it 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 was a brawl. I saw that when it was good. It was yeah. fun. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Anything else on that, uh, Rena? Before we move to the final topic. Not unless he had another question. Okay, he's he's gone. He he was he just kind of. Thank you for your call, sir. He he just kind of dropped off. Go to the city council meeting. I would say show up for the city council meeting and get as many of your friends to show up with you. Whether you get to speak very much or not, showing up in mass uh, to make yourself known, I, I think makes a well, big difference. Well, and that's the point. Going all the way back to make the beginning, these people do their jobs. To the beginning of our show, but that's just it. The council and the mayor have given away their authority, although they have the authority to hire and fire that position. So they've just, their their authority is officially gone? Or, I mean, how, how did this happen? Well, there's or are they no simply just rolling over and not doing anything? I mean, we saw that during they this pandemic the with the tiny tyrant. We power. saw the courts yes. and the legislature just roll over and just let her do the whatever she wanted. The council has the absolute power to... Totally look at that job description of the clerk, take things back, distribute things more evenly. There is no equal of power in in that village. That clerk has absolute control with the mayor and the council's blessing because they don't change anything. The more he does, the less they need to. And that's why they have no job postings because if they need anybody, they have a cousin or sister or brother who could You're use this exactly job. You're exactly right. Ding, ding, ding. You get a chicken dinner. Well, I know, what nepot- <laughs> I know what nepotism means. <laughs> and they don't need to post anybody. They already know who they can, would, who, whether they can do the job or not. We're talking, this goes, this goes deep. We're talking contracts for things being done at the village are going to people who are related to people and you know who you are. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people working in, in underneath. You know, we, we can move you, but um, all roads lead to reporting to the clerk. Okay, 505-444-5059 is the number if you want to call in. I want to talk about uh, the topic, of, especially since you now work in the uh, movie production industry, right? Is that that's what you do? What do you do exactly in that? Yes. Okay. And the 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 recent strike with the writers and and the actors and all that, in which one of the main concerns they had was about AI, and AI is something I've really been focusing on a lot lately. I find it to be uh, really the 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 issue of our time. It's going to change the world as we know it. 
um, and it's going to be happening fast. Now, <clears throat> what are your thoughts about AI and the film industry? From your point of view. Well, again, here's something else that's a double-edged sword. So I'll tell you the great things about AI. There, we, uh, I just acquired this software. I can take a script that someone has written, and I can upload this script into, it's, it's a wonderful company, Largo AI. And have you ever in your mind when you read a book, you have a picture of that character in your head. And then when you go see the movies, you're like... He looked so much better in my head. Well, see, that's why some people say the book was better. The book is always better. I've always argued with them about that because I'm really not like a big reader. I mean, I'll I'll read things that that don't take me a long time to read. I won't read a novel. It's just way too time-consuming. But they'll say, well, the book was better. Well, how could the book be better? Because the movie had sound and pictures. Because <laughs> it's it's because of your interpretation of it, right? Yes, exactly. So this, so this software, I can load up a script, and it will print me out the actual... AI looks like a someone on a game, right? Characters on a game. What that person is described at, and then it'll give me live actors who best match up, not only with how they look, but I mean, it would say, you know, so-and-so, but with red hair or blonde hair and th- this personality. I mean, it is taken, it is cut part of the production, pre-production in half because it'll populate this for me. Okay. And and I've seen that. I've seen what you're talking about. But did you ever see the movie Black Mirror? The series on The Netflix? series Black Mirror. Right. If you if Did you it, see it? Yes. Didn't. Oh, oh, you've got to watch that. Yeah, you'll change your gotta mind watch about it. AI after that. No, I'm not changing my mind. But here's another reason why it's good. Okay? Now, AI is going to cause hundreds of thousands of people to lose jobs. Yes. But how frustrated are you ladies when you call up Verizon and you're transferred to the Philippines, India, Jamaica, and you are having a hard time understanding, understanding or expressing yourself so that they understand you? You know, I would rather... AI I is would, going to take that away. I would rather talk to an AI than talk to somebody with a thick Indian accent. That is so frustrating. I, well, I've been complaining about that so right, much. But again, then think about all those people in that in that call center that will lose their job. I mean, this is a definitely a double-edged sword. There's things it's great for. Uh, Chat GPT is one of my best friends. I struggle over writing this letter. I'll put it in there. I can, I can copy and paste it into chat GPT and say, make this sound more professional. Make this, you know, summarize this for me. Give me an executive summary. Mm And boom, 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 boom. In 25 seconds, it'll give me a suggestion and I can use it or I cannot use it. I can cut and paste different parts of it and put my own twist on it. But it, but it did, I mean, how uh, professors and teachers are grading homework is beyond me because stick it in chat GPT, your entire chemistry homework, yeah, I, and it's done. I don't know how you can believe anybody really wrote their exactly. own paper. You know, uh, when we're doing the show tonight on uh, the Knights Templar, I uh, noticed a new tool that uh, Microsoft Windows has installed as like a, a little thing, and I'm looking at it on my screen right now. It's a um, it's called Copilot. It says Copilot in Windows. Right now it's in a beta testing stage. But I tried it out uh, when I was looking up some information about uh, the show that I'm doing tonight on the Knights Templar. And I noticed that when I try to do like a standard, I'm 
pretty good at searching for things on like DuckDuckGo or Google or whatever. And I put in all these keywords that I believe should bring me a lot of information on any particular topic I'm thinking about. Then it just it lists like the the things that the algorithm is pushing. But if you ask the copilot the same kind of question, you get a much more in-depth, complete um, answer to your question. So the AI doesn't necessarily pay any attention to the search engines. I'm not really sure how it searches, but, but it's ha- freakishly but it's, correct. It's really it? good. And yes. the same thing. So this kind of started with your with your on your phone and uh, in Word, so, um, something called Grammarly. Right. So you're typing along and then it'll give you a suggestion of let's not use that word. Let's use this word. Mm-hmm. It's intelligent to do that. It corrects your English. It corrects your spelling. It correct, you know, spell oh, check. We got another caller. Caller, go ahead. You're on uh, Becca Marie's Freedom Speak. Yes, I'm, I'd like to direct a question to Rowena. Yeah. Um, what is what are the possibilities of accountability? Can you. Is there any resources for accountability for the council, for the mayor, for the clerk? Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about... Switch gears there. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you go had ahead. To give me a second. Okay. Um, accountability. Um, they, the council, the, the clerk is accountable to the mayor and the council. Good luck getting them to do anything. Now, literally, employees have gone in front of the February 15th meeting. And they have complained. They've put in formal complaints. You know, I have suggested they go outside. They tried so hard to handle this within. So I'm like, hmm, I'm thinking it's time for the state auditor. I'm thinking the um, attorney general and OMA violations. So this is how you can help. You need to have outside agencies come in and say, what's going on here if the governing body is not going to handle it? If you're not going to handle it, who else can? State auditor, OG. Would they enforce OG. that accountability on council? Well, I don't know, because that's what we were just talking about on the break. The actual, uh, how you become a council member, how you, the qualification to become a mayor and a council member are very, very bland. They are the, they are very basic to do exactly what I thought. So it doesn't, quote, discriminate against anybody. That's fine. That's all fine. But once you get in the job, do you understand what you're doing? You're running a village. You're responsible for uh, accountability to the residents. It, it should absolutely terrify Bosky Farms that there is no EMS that you pay for in your taxes. We no longer have one. Call up dispatch, the, the non-emergency number, and find out what happens if you are sitting in the middle of Bosky Farms and you dial 911. They're going to they're going to call the private ambulance and it's called stat zero, meaning if you're the 10th caller for that ambulance, they're coming to you. Number 10. It doesn't matter your situation. Their second call is Isleta Pueblo. Their second their their next call is Valencia County. So we pay for these services and they've all quit. And where do all the roads lead back to? And this is the responsibility of the mayor. Has there been any issues with EMS? Has there been a lack of service? EMS is gone, sir. Gone. You do not have it in Bosky Farms anymore. The only thing that's in Bosky Farms is the EMS vehicle. And guess what? If they're, they're, we're waiting for letters of um, MOUs between 
municipalities. And what's happening is, if Peralta, where all your EMS people have gone, Brian O'Gean must be super happy. He inherited everybody from Bosque Farms. But if they needed that vehicle that is parked inside Bosque Farms, how are you going to get it? And how long is somebody going to be with a heart attack waiting? People need to be angry. Wow. And do you know anything about this? Because I challenge you to go on the website to find a single word. I, I will do that. Thank you. Thank you for Thank your call. You. Okay. I got off track with my AI. Thing. I know. Let's <laughs> see what were you talking about. Sorry. <laughs> um, In okay. the movies. So, yes. So, yes. so the good things about AI, does it, you know, it makes our comfortable lives more comfortable. But there will be. And the same thing. Um, as a matter of fact, you can look up that Bruce Willis has one of the first living actors to sign over the ability to use his image and his voice. So he can continue to make movies or or whatever his family deems feels represents him fairly right um that it's terrifying because what are the need for we got another actors look at that caller go ahead hi i have a question um how can a government entity get away with what seems to be such corruption and and things like nepotism and abuse of power and mistreating employees how can they get away with this how can it be stopped you know this all i, I like like Voting, i said I, this all got started uh, during the scamdemic i mean really i mean look at what the look at what the uh, the governor got away with mandates that are not laws and and you go places and people were telling you oh you got to do this or you got to do that because it's a law no it's not a law it's a mandate and a mandate is not a law and i don't care about a mandate i don't have to follow mandates i'm a i'm i'm a citizen and mandates do not apply to me and people got used to this about illegal orders and mandates about following them without question and now we've largely got a, po- a, a, a population of sheeple. I mean, I hate to say this, you know, but you got to get together in mass and you've got to push back against this stuff. I'm not certain we've got a massive number of people to do the pushing. Well, and, and to be fair and to answer your question, um, ma'am, is that, and I am guilty of it, Never knew any of this was going on all summer. Had no idea because I'm in my happy bubble. It's when something affects you like it did these employees and these volunteers. And it's them talking and it's them being frustrated and their concerns, their written filed complaints, concerns being ignored. Um, People are getting mad. So unfortunately, we're all guilty until something happens like with EMS to you personally and nobody shows up or it would have been easier for you to stick your heart attack father in the car and drive to UNM or you can no longer flush your toilet or can't get water out of your sink when is Bosky Farms going to say what's going on here the problem is three quarters of the people don't know it because the village has not done their due diligence in keeping us informed so it's to answer your question it's we need to have better candidates we need people to care and have more people go and vote and we need to once they're voted in hold them accountable if you aren't doing your job you're gone 
Right. Yeah. I feel bad for the employees because I've read their complaints and I've I've been active on on these apps like Nextdoor and Facebook and I've I've seen their complaints and it's very concerning that it seems like nothing is being done, nothing's being addressed and I think I don't know how we start as residents to get this changed. Maybe Monday morning, start those calls coming into the Village Bosque Farms and start asking those hard questions as residents and maybe something can start moving. What, what is your opinion on that? My opinion is absolutely yes. As a, as a resident, I, I have come on this show, plastered it over, uh, you know, social media. We've tried to put out all the emails for the sitting council and now mayor pro tem. We, the only thing fair to do, and they have no, um, legal uh, need to do this. The actual council can appoint a mayor amongst themselves or anyone else. But the only proper thing to do is to solicit letters of interest from the community. Are you interested in being mayor? Come and be at a speak at a meeting. Tell us who you are and why you think you could be the mayor and we'll go vote on it. But they have total control about that. So unless you're making emails, um, if you're if you are whether they're emails of support for the employees, whether they're emails of your own experiences that you may or may not have um, had with this particular um, clerk or any other employee or how you've been treated by complaints that you put in have never been answered. I would absolutely start where it needs to go. The, The people who are elected need to hear it. And when it falls on deafly ears, you go outside the system. Right. So what is the plan as far as getting, are you aware, has there been any communication from the village about what they're going to do to resolve not having a mayor at this time? Because it's been a few weeks, if I'm not mistaken, that they were aware that they're no longer going to have a mayor beginning March, I think it was. Well, that's... That's not, exactly, that's not exactly um, accurate. So at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. on March 1st, Ronita Wood, mm-hmm. who is a councilwoman, is the mayor pro tem. So at this mm-hmm. moment, Bosky Farms has a mayor pro tem until a special meeting is called, a special election could be, I mean, that meeting has to say, are we going, what are we going to do? Are we going to have a mm-hmm. special election? Are we going to solicit letters? Guess what? She doesn't have to do any of that. She can be mayor pro tem. They can have a public meeting and say, you know what, Tim, I think you should be mayor. Anybody second that? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. You over here on the right, you can second it. Let's vote. Tim's mayor. That's exactly how it can happen. And his, unless, wife, his wife will vote for him every time. Uh, sounds like a good old boy system to me. But it is. But yeah. that is how our ordinance read. Yeah. This is where I'm going mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to see a, a, a public committee to go over the ordinances chaired by someone on the on the council to present the changes that need to be made in the ordinance we need to take the power back Ro, we got about one minute to wrap it up i'm i'm wrapped (laughs) i'm all talked out (laughs) i'm all wrapped thank you for calling thank you for your call great question 
All right. Wow. Okay. So, wow. I, I mean, we got a bunch of calls about that topic after we were done topping, talking about that topic. Oh, well, that's okay. Whatever it takes. Whatever it, Whatever takes. it takes. You can always do another uh, another show on AI because it's I, only going to I, increase. It's yeah, not going I anywhere. I think I'm going to have to fall. I, I'm going to have to continue on that topic next week because there's so much more to talk about about it. Ro, I'll, I'll call in for you. Call in. Thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having me. And and Mike, her husband's been sitting here quietly in the background. He it's great to have uh, him unusually in here today quiet. too. That's right. Stella, nice to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, I want to invite everybody to, if you're watching us on Rumble, make sure you click on that subscribe button down there on the bottom. Like, follow, share on any platform that you're watching on, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. That helps us to be able to defeat the algorithm and get out there and be heard by more people. So... Make sure you send your questions and comments to Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. And check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to replays of any of our previous shows. Check out the resources. Uh, check out the replays. Download the notes. You can get the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Remember, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Remember... To tell the Marxists, hell no, we won't comply. Resistance is not futile. We are the the resistance. resistance. Catch you next week.